There's a, there's a reason I don't uh, speak ill of the Warriors. There is. I don't know if you think that I'm some sort of lifelong Warriors fan and all I do is big them up and talk about how good Steph Curry is and how Draymond Green's a Hall of Famer or don't worry about what Andrew Wiggins has got going on in his personal life, stay out of it. Steve Kerr's one of the best coaches of our generation. Like, I don't say that because I want them to succeed. Uh, you don't think I haven't noticed that they haven't been playing well all season? You don't think I'm watching these games? You don't think I haven't seen that they have one of the worst records on the road in basketball? Like, you don't think I think that's a problem? You don't think that? You don't think I don't see it? You think I just want them to succeed? No. The reason that I praise them is because I want them to stay asleep. Complacency is the enemy of excellence. And I don't want the Warriors to be excellent. That's facts. And I know that me talking badly about them is only going to give them motivation. Did somebody not tell C.J. McCollum that? Because C.J. McCollum acts like he's never been on the receiving end of Warriors vitriol before. Little rewind machine. C.J. McCollum and the Portland Trailblazers were up 15 points every single game in the Western Conference Finals against the Warriors, and they lost every single one of them. They were swept. C.J. McCollum should know fucking better. They have been peacefully slumbering all year. They are razor thin to being mathematically eliminated from the playoffs. And they, against the Pelicans, were down 20 in a crucial game, and they didn't seem to mind. So why the fuck did C.J. McCollum decide he wanted to start chirping at Draymond Green and Steph Curry and Dante DiVincenzo when he was up 20. The best revenge on the Warriors is to say absolutely nothing, pound them, tell the world how good they are and how they're going to be okay, pack up your shit and call your wife and be like, yo, we're about to eliminate the Warriors. Okay, so this is what happened. Wednesday night, like I said, they're up 20. Pelicans are hitting threes. Golden State sleepwalking. Season's on the brink. CJ's chirping. And now Marcus Thompson breaks it down like this. McCollum might have saved the Warriors' season because Draymond became a madman and woke the Warriors up on a run you've never seen since, I don't know, last year when they did it a million times. The Warriors were on the brink, so it felt. A few admitted it so much after the game. Two nights after brutal mistakes down the stretch cost them a critical game against Minnesota, they were down 20 to New Orleans. What are you doing, CJ? So he's chirping. Dre decides enough is enough. He starts hammering the Pelicans left and right. Body checks Brandon Ingram like he's playing hockey. Gets a flagrant, one hard foul away from being tossed. So why did he get so mad? At, at the point, I'm going to put myself out there, and then I hope that the guys will back me up, he said. And if they don't back me up, our season's over anyway. That was the most important game 
for the Warriors' season, and C.J. McCollum decided to give them extra motivation like he was some muse. I've been a muse before for the Warriors. Remember? 9-1? and one. It doesn't feel good when they use your content or your chirping to motivate them to excel in your face. Desperate times call for desperate measures. Draymond and at halftime lit a fire under the Warriors, most notably Steph, comes out in the third quarter like vintage Steph Curry. All of a sudden, a 20-point lead turned into a four-point lead in like a minute. That's what they do. You piss them off, you turn around, and the lead is gone. Not only is the lead gone, now you're down. And they're still talking shit. They were talking shit down 20, and now they're talking shit up five, and now you're quiet. Steph hit three threes in 75 seconds. Think about that. Three threes in 75 seconds at the end of the third quarter. A 28-footer, a 32-footer, and a 27-footer. Those are really long threes. Those are really, really long ones. And all of a sudden, just like that, your lead is gone. Stop talking shit to the Warriors. And that was that. When Steph does that, they're not beatable. And the funny thing is it's like not Brandon Ingram coming at Draymond or CJ chirping Steph that was the tipping point. It was actually CJ barreling through New player on the team, Dante DiVincenzo. Fine player. Fine player, but not him. Like he was a straight blocking dummy that sealed the deal. Dante, very mild-mannered kid. Doesn't want any smoke. Just wants to play basketball. He looks at McCollum, he's like, yo, why are you taking this out on me? I wasn't even trying to be the tough guy. I'm just trying to hoop. I'm just trying to win games. He runs over to Draymond, he's like, yo, let's get these guys. I was ready to just be a part of this. Now I'm leading the charge as well. And you know what? Everyone rallied around Dante DiVincenzo because you're not about to body our guy. You're not about to bully our role player. Insane. Now the sleeping giant has been awoken. I'm sorry, CJ. Uh, It's all your fault. When they win the title, it will be because of you. They will probably give you an honorary ring. Because you helped save the Warrior season. You're more important right now than our man 12th on the bench, Anthony Lamb. You are. Bill freaking Simmons' story yesterday was that the Warriors are going to ditch Draymond and he's going to go to the Dallas Mavericks. By the way, that's a lie. Just a straight lie. But also, we need to really step back and say, if Draymond or Jordan Poole are leaving this, this team, by the way, Jordan Poole had an excellent game last night. It's Jordan Poole. Draymond Green is the second most important player on this Warriors team. If you're a car, the Warriors are a car. Draymond Green is the engine of the car. Steph Curry is the transmission of the car. What is Clay Thompson? The tires. What is Jordan Poole? The sunroof. Jordan Poole is the sunroof. Awesome to have. Definitely a luxury that you want. Do you need a fucking sunroof? Absolutely not. Am I paying $15,000 more for this car because of a sunroof? No. If the sunroof doesn't get along with the engine, sorry, sunroof, you got to go. Championship back on, folks. Thanks to CJ McCollum. Couldn't you just leave good enough alone?
our dubs are going to be just fine. Just like I said, championship caliber team. I'm the only one that's been riding with them.